welcome to the Projector Movement podcast. We are your hosts, Charlie and Amy. We'll be bringing you stories, conversations and life experience as embodied projectors. We first and foremost honour every individual at their core and let human design be a guide, not a rule book in our lives. We'll dive deep into topics that bring your projector essence alive. This is for you, the 20% of the world that is inherently different than everyone else. We're projectors, we're different, and we love it. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Projector Movement podcast. As always, we're excited to have you here with us. And if you don't know me, hello, my name is Amy, and I'm just going to dive straight into things today. Small talk is not a strength of mine. I just, I love to just dive deep into a topic straight away. So I'm going to be talking about using human design as a guide, not a rule book in our lives. And this is something I'm really passionate about purely, I think, because we can, we shove ourselves into these boxes at every stage of our lives and it gets really stuffy and human design in my eyes you can you, you get to choose how you view human design. In my eyes, I believe that it should bring a sense of freedom and a sense of that it's safe to be ourselves and that you know we don't have to fit into a box that someone else has created for us. So I think this is why I'm really passionate about it. And even though this isn't aimed directly at projectors this is a you know this is the projector movement that's our that's our usual topic however I am a projector myself and this is coming to you from my experience in life so I just wanted to unpack a few things and the purpose of this is to leave you feeling I guess somewhat relieved and knowing that You can do things your own way, whether it's human design or something not even related to human design. You get to choose how you do it. Just because someone has said, oh, well, you're a projector, you have to do this, or you are this profile, so that means that you can only do this, or you get lumped in with other emotional projectors and everyone thinks that, you operate the same. It's simply untrue because we are all made up of completely different cells. We all came into this world differently. We all have different backgrounds. We all have different views on life. It's just not, in my eyes, possible to be placed into a box simply because of a modality such as human design. And I love using it as a guide. So it feels really freeing and you can understand yourself at a deeper level, but you never feel boxed in. You have free will with something such as human design. Just because you're a projector, for example, does that mean that you can never invite yourself to something ever again? No, of course you could. You can go and do that at at any moment you want. Is it going to serve you? Only you know that. 
once you've tried it or you, you know, only you know that. So I would just really like to reinforce that human design isn't a limiting modality. It's a freeing modality. And if you are taking in information from human design or anyone who teaches about it and it's not feeling good in your body and it's leaving you feeling like, oh, I just feel like I've been shoved in another box, then perhaps seek out a different way of learning about it or seek out someone that teaches it in a way that you resonate with because everyone is going to teach about it differently. Everyone has their own view on it. Everyone has their own take on it and some things will really land with you and then others won't. So please don't think that you have to, I guess, believe everything that is said about type, profile, strategy, authority. If it's not feeling good for you, if you resonate with it, amazing. That is what it's all about. And it's empowering. It's not disempowering. We want you to feel empowered on your human design journey and on your life experiment as a projector. It's, it's not limiting at all. And so let's unpack a few things about human design. A question we often get asked is that if someone doesn't have, let's say, a particular gate or channel defined, we get asked, does that mean that I don't have that capacity or that ability for whatever that gate might be? So, for example, we do posts on the gates in human design over on the Projector Movement Instagram. And usually we get asked if someone doesn't have a particular gate that we've spoken about, they ask us, oh, does that mean that, you know, I don't have that ability or that's not available to me? Absolutely not. So everyone has the whole human design chart. doesn't matter what's open, defined, undefined, not activated. Everyone has everything within them absolutely everything what the definition in human design tells us is you know if you have particular gates defined or particular channels particular centers that when you have that defined that is a like consistent thing for you so let's say we, we just did a post on the gate of ideas for example and this is gate 11 I personally, I don't have gate 11, but does that mean that I never have any ideas? Absolutely not. It just means that they come through differently for me than perhaps someone that has that gate defined. And the overwhelming sense of the comments on that post was that, wow, yes, I have gate 11 defined and the ideas just flood through me to the point that sometimes it's overwhelming. And for myself, I don't, I don't feel that. I don't have that consistent energy. However, perhaps when I'm around someone that has gate 11, I might have more ideas come to me because I'm feeding off that energy. It's like I'm surfing off their, off their definition in their chart, whether that be gates, centers, channels, circuitry. And I think that is such a beautiful part of human design that you can tap into it 
if you don't have that consistent capacity to experience it, that you can tap into it when you are around certain people. And so I'm going to give you a really great example here. I am a 3-5 emotional projector. My partner, who I have lived with for, oh gosh, six or seven years now, he is a 1-3 pure manifesting generator. So as you can see in that description, we are completely different. He has a lot of sacral activation. Sacral is defined, obviously. He's a manifesting generator, whereas mine is not defined. I'm a projector. But what I find is that if I choose to work on a weekend, for example, and he's home, I just have this crazy drive just to go and go and go and go and I get things done. And even more interesting on this is I have gate 53 defined, which comes off the root center, which is all about the energy to start things like a new beginning. And I don't have the other end of this gate, which is gate 42, because that would mean that my root was connected to my sacral and I'm a projector. That doesn't happen. But my partner has gate 42 coming off his sacral, which is the energy for finishing things. So I will very often start something and then it might take me a bit longer to finish it if he's not around because I don't have that consistent energy to get it done. But when he is here, I can start things, finish things and just go and I am done. And then as soon as he leaves the room and his energy is not there, I'm like, I'm tired now because I've just been tapping into the energies that he has in his chart. And so this is the part I love about human design, that just because we don't have everything defined, no one has an entire chart defined with all of the centers, all of the gates, all of the channels. It just doesn't happen. But we find that we can be really attracted to people that have definition where we are open and we can use that in a really positive way and get to experience those energies that we might not have all of the time. And I just, I love that. I think it's brilliant. So if you ever see anything on human design that says, like the post on Instagram, for example, gate 11, gate of ideas. If you have this gate, you know, you've got lots of ideas and it can be overwhelming. And if you see that and think, oh gosh, I don't, I don't have that. So it means I don't have any ideas. Not at all. Not at all. Let's redefine the way that we're looking at this so that it feels empowering for you. So just remember that any activations in your chart, let's just take gates, for example, whether that's a black gate, a red gate, or black and red mixed together that's coming off any center, whether the center is defined or undefined, that is an activation for you. So just remember that you have the whole chart within you. You have access to everything that's there and you have capabilities everywhere. And whether it's consistent or not will come down to whether it's defined or not. So everyone has access to 
everything in the chart, whether that's a center that's defined or undefined, gates or channels that are defined or undefined. Just the way that you will experience it depends on your particular unique chart. And there are over 3 billion variations of human design charts. So it is entirely impossible for anyone that either teaches human design or is interested in human design to be able to say, okay, well, this is all of the nuances that you can have in your chart because you have these particular centers defined gates, planets, circuitry. It's impossible to, to view it from everybody's standpoint. So a lot of the information is very generalized. It is, I mean, it can go, it does go very, very deep. But if you're not resonating with something, that's okay. It may not be that that particular teaching was taking into consideration your particular chart because it, it can't. Human design can't do that. Like no one could sit there and write, let's say, a post on Instagram about gate 11 and say, okay, but if you have this or this or this or this three billion times, <laughs> It just wouldn't happen. So a lot of it is generalized. And so you, it's all about you tapping deeper into yourself and thinking, what do I actually feel? What do I know is inherently true within me? And if you're having a hard time with that, deconditioning is a brilliant way to bring things to the surface uh, so you can uncover things, unpack things and make more sense of it. And there is a brilliant course available on the Projector Movement website. It's called the Ultimate Deconditioning Journey. And it is exclusive to projectors. And it does, it takes you through this wonderful way of deconditioning and getting back to your true self, which I love. It's a really beautiful course to take so that's always there if you're thinking mm, okay it's time for me to tap more into myself and not forget everything that you know everyone's saying around me and all these different views and different opinions but really just start to pull the layers off and just uncover what is actually happening what is your inherent truth how does that feel for you all right Back to a human design chart and using human design as a guide, not a rule book. A big thing that I've seen on my journey, and this is something I have done myself before, is trying to fit into our charts when our charts are a representation of us. But we try and fit ourselves into them because we think, oh, okay, well, I'm an emotional projector. So this is exactly what I have to do. You know, I didn't feel like that yesterday, but this is what I have to do. So I'm going to cram myself into my chart and limit myself and not experience human design as it's meant to be experienced because 
this is, you know, this is what someone told me I had to do. I have to wait for the invitation. So I can't, you know, I've got to lock myself inside and I can't go and do anything. And we take it extremely literally when, like I said, there are so many variations to a chart. So another, another big one is believing that because you're a projector, you're only meant to work one to two hours a day because that's what you read on an Instagram post somewhere. If that feels good for you, if that is your energy capacity, that is correct for you. But if you feel like, oh, no, I could really sit down for a solid six hours or, you know, whatever it is, not sitting down or if you're active or whatever, I feel like I could, I could do that for longer, but oh, I better not because someone told me that, you know, projectors shouldn't do that. You are limiting yourself. So really lean in and see what actually works for you. I know for myself, working one to two hours a day, it's not enough. I prefer to, to work for sometimes five to seven hours a day. And that feels really good, like really, really good. But if I was working one to two hours a day, it's not, it's not enough. So just, again, that's, that's a box that, we could, that I could easily put myself into and say, look, I can't, I can't do any more work. Sorry, I'm done. I've done my two hours for the day, but you've got this like, itching feeling inside of you that you just want to do more and create more and it's coming from a really embodied aligned place but you are ignoring that because of some rhetoric that you've seen somewhere so that would be using human design as a rule book not a guide in your life and you as a person will vary as well some days maybe you want to work six hours and then maybe the next day you don't want to work at all if this is if, if you have a job that allows this, I understand not everyone does. And I completely understand that. I was in, you know, corporate world working long hours for a very long time. So I completely understand that it's not possible for everyone. But it's just coming back to how is this guiding you? How is human design making you feel empowered instead of cramming yourself into your own chart? and believing every single thing that you're reading about human design to the point where it just becomes so overwhelming and you know it can become a polarity as well you think oh well yesterday I read that I'm a projector I should only work one to two hours a day and and now I'm reading that oh I've got a defined route so that you know I can just I can work more than someone else I you know I don't understand Bring it back to yourself and use it as a guide. Try out different things. If you've got a third line or a sixth line in your profile, try it out different ways and see how it feels. Lean into your profile and how you know you inherently move through life to see what works best for you. And let yourself be guided. You don't have to shove yourself into a box. So my whole point of this was to just really bring home the fact that we are all so unique and that our human design charts, I love human design, obsessed with it. 
if you will. It's a snapshot of the sky at the time of our birth and 88 days prior to our birth. And it's not, it doesn't have these psychic abilities. You wouldn't pick up your chart and go, oh, okay, well, I know that in 20 years, this is exactly where I'll be because this is my type. This is my definition or this is my authority. It doesn't take into account your life experiences. It can absolutely nod to them and you can make more sense of your life experiences from it. But it doesn't know what you've experienced. It doesn't know how you've been raised and conditioned if you were. It doesn't know if you were raised in a human design household that celebrated your type from the get-go, it's a snapshot of the sky that is a powerful, powerful guide from when we are born. And I believe that is our true selves. And at whatever point in your life you have found human design, it's just about taking off the layers from everyone else. And it's impossible to go through life without being conditioned. So it's just about unpacking these layers and discovering more of who you are in your uniqueness and not because someone told you this is how you should be. Let's take a deep breath. <laughs> so important. Let's just take a deep breath. So in through the nose. Hold it at the top. And out through the mouth. And let's do one more. Automatically calms you down. One more. In through the nose. Hold at the top. And out through the mouth. Just feel that nervous system reset. And we continue on <laughs> with our days, with our nights, wherever we are, whatever we're doing. And another really important thing to note is how you actually experience things that are happening in your life. And this does nod to your chart as well, because we feel things on different scales different spectrums at different times of our lives and it'd be very easy for someone to look at your human design chart and say oh well you have this energy you have this energy this is how you will experience it this is what you should be doing without giving you that extra information that hey, you actually, you have the capacity to experience this consistently because in your chart, you have your throat and your ajna defined and you have a channel, obviously, connecting those. So you have the capacity to actually experience this consistently. And But it depends where you are in your life. Do you feel like, you know, whatever that channel is, do you feel like, that is apparent in your life? Or do you feel like you don't currently have access to that because perhaps you are 
you know, blocked somewhere or there's things that you need to let go of first before these new things can come in. There's just so many different ways that we'll experience these energies in our lives. And it can be really disempowering when someone says to you, oh, well, you've got a defined throat so that the way that you speak will always be the same and you'll always have this empowered voice. What about the days that perhaps you're on an emotional low if you've got emotional authority and you don't even want to talk? You know, there's just so many different things that play into human design. And the reason that I'm saying all of this is so that you can just breathe a little bit and go, oh, okay, just because someone told me this or I read this somewhere or I learned this in a course or I read it in a human design book, it may not be true for me all of the time. And that's okay. That's a guide. You don't have to go and force yourself to live out this amazing modality and make it seem like a chore and make it seem like it's a burden because it's meant to be the opposite in my eyes. It's meant to be the opposite. And when it does become a chore and you think, oh, I can't do that because I'm a projector. I can't bloody do that because I'm, I'm a projector. You know, I, don't have, I don't have that sacral energy. No, can't do that. Can't do that. Can you really not? How are you actually figuring out if that's for you? It's your experiment. It's for you to find out. And you can take the information, absolutely take the information and go, I actually really like that. That really makes sense to me right now. And the further along you go in your journey, the more deconditioned you will become and the more things that you will perhaps learn about or read from human design, you'll, you'll think, ah, I, you know, I saw that a couple of years ago, but at the time it didn't make any sense to me. Maybe you were a burnt out projector with a defined root center and people were saying to you, oh no, you actually have the energy to go and do that. But in the middle of burnout, no, you don't. You don't have the bloody energy for anything apart from trying to recover from it. So different things will come up at different times for you in your human design journey and it's just, again, it's up to us to use it in an empowering way. It's up to, and it's for us to get to know ourselves at a deeper level and see where we are, where we do have, you know, consistent access to these wonderful energies and at what's, what spectrum are we feeling them on at that specific time in our lives as well. That is my take on human design and yes I understand it's it's a little bit different but hey we're projectors <laughs> we're different and we love it that seems to be our tagline for this podcast and it's really beautiful to be able to share this with you because I know that as a projector bringing a different idea to the table can sometimes be looked at 
very, very strangely and it might go against everything else. But this is what is true for me in this moment. This is what I believe right now. Maybe next week I might believe something else. Who knows? That is the beauty of (laughs) being a projector, having a human mind, having a human experience and using human design as a guide, not a rule book. All right, everyone, I hope that you have a beautiful day or night wherever you are. And I just want to say a big thank you for listening in. We really love that you choose to listen to the Projector Movement podcast and that you're part of this journey with us. It is just brilliant. So until next time, journey well. Bye. Thank you for listening. We love that you're here with us. If you're not already part of the community over on Instagram, come and join us at Projector Movement. We have an amazing free webinar for projectors available over on our website, along with some beautiful offerings that serve as a guide in your life and will ignite your projector spirit. Head over to www.projectormovement.com. Until next time, journey well.